what up weirdos <laughs> I, I hope you all know that you're really weird if you're not weird then you're normal and too normal and normal kind of sucks but uh, i'm your host zach kinson back on the rmp and i want to do a rebel journal today back to the uncut unscripted but i did have some things that i wanted to tackle there was a post that i put up on the story the other day asking who your motherfucking heroes were right and kind of figured that was actually something that's super important. So I'm going to try to, you know, I'll pause things so you guys aren't hearing so much clicking going on. But I thought that it was really important. And I know that we kind of theorize on these Rebel Journal episodes uh, on why the heroes are even important, why they're a big deal, you know. And for for boys, at least, I I get it. I get it. Like little boys always have heroes. Little boys are portraying, you know, the Cowboys and Indians thing, the you know, that wanted you know, they dream of being firemen and cops and like saving the day. And it's because we inherently want to be valuable, you know. Even as we grow up more, we want to be valuable on more of a responsible scale and obligatory state an obligatory scale uh, you, you know we we want to be seen and there's obviously an unhealthy version of that but we we like being a value we we love the idea of giving back to the world and i think in the in the heroes aspect of it it is part of our soul telling us what we're capable of and it's also our heart telling us how well we can give and and how open we can give and how unconditionally we can give. And it gets messy. Adulthood, you know, creates a lot of stress, creates a lot of lack of focus. And I think we get carried away and almost desperate in the way that we do this thing. But I think there's a real purpose in heroes. I think especially as children when we're when we're when we're more pure and we're not corrupted by things. We have a lot more of a, a raw idea of what hero means and what it means to save the day. And I mentioned a lot of my heroes. You know, I think, actually, if I go back to them, it was Banksy, Peter Pan, Batman, Robin Hood, Spartans, <laughs> the Spartans, probably mostly just inspired by that 300 movie, uh, Jordan Peterson, and Marcus Aurelius. And... There's a couple things I want to mention on here. I want to talk about the difference between the actual hero's journey and how that actually helps us become a better person. And then the, also the hero's complex because that is something that is entirely different. And it, it it's kind of the, the dark side of being a hero, quote-unquote hero. But I think that the heroes that we decide to follow, listen up, boys, listen up, guys, tend to have something that we see in ourselves that we want to potentially put out into the world. Like we see things in our heroes that we also want to attain. Uh, Skills, values, um, ability. And I think it's important to pay attention to the heroes that you look up to, you know, to the the role models you look up to, whether they be fantasy or that they be real. Uh, Half of mine tend to be fantasy, which is fine. Which is fine. It, it's all it is. is a, it's an identity or it's an entity, a, a person that helps you clear up and describe your own character, in my opinion. So wh- whatever they are, know that they're there for a purpose. Know that you're drawn to them for a reason. Uh, I mean, for example, Banksy is a 
a rebel artist, I guess, I don't know what other way to announce his ability, a rebel artist that speaks out against um, political and communal societal downfalls, I guess, you know, uh, things that have less to do with love and acceptance and empathy and the human experience and more that have, you know, more things that have to do with money, corruption, shadiness. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe his art, but it's fantastic. If you don't know who Banksy is, look him up. Uh, Batman, obviously, uh, he's here to save the day, but he has a dark side and he uses his dark side to to do service for the world. And he's always battling with that. He's always battling with how he's going to look to other people even when he, his whole intention is to do good, right? Uh, things like Jordan Peterson, he's very philosophical. He's one of my very few, I guess, um, heroes that is real. And he's very philosophical. He, he dives deep. He, he talks about the mission and obligation of man to give his value. To not get too carried away, let's let's talk about the hero's journey because there actually is a twelve-step process of the hero's journey, and it gives us a visual of uh, what it would be like to aspire to that. And the cool thing is, is that it's something that us, at least as men, are trying to to do, whether we realize it or not. And so, I'll mention the four or the twelve steps. Um, in which I found online, and we can kind of we can kind of discuss those. Nah, I'll let you guys I'll let you guys find it. But the first step is a call to adventure. You're in the ordinary world, and you're you're stressed. You don't know where to go. Everything's cloudy, and something calls to you. You know, and that can be many things. Uh, and there's some sort of the next step is supernatural aid so something gives you a kick or something change you know switches your mindset and you know makes you inspire to to move forward with this and then there's the crossing of the threshold into this special world i guess and so you step into a mindset that has less to do with um today's modernism and has more to do with our spirituality and our mission and our direction and I think that's honestly where most of us get caught up is actually crossing that threshold. We're, we're trying to hold on to our past lives and our programming and our conditioning, and we don't really know how to step into this new world, this special world without sacrifice. But then, you know, on and on, it it leads to the road, you know, the road of trials, you know, the difficulty, approach, ordeal, seven is reward. Eight is magic flight. I'm not really sure what that is. Nine is the return. Uh, Ten is resurrection. And eleven is resolution. And I guess zero, which is before Call of Adventure, is the status quo. Is like the typical mundane, continuous, repetitive lives that we live before we get the Call to Adventure. But that's the hero's journey. And if you look it up, it's actually super inspirational in how we decide to chase our passions or our missions right but there's this other thing that can be it's not conflicting it's just this mindset which is actually kind of the dark side it's it's a problem i'm not saying these are tied together but what i'm saying is there's this thing called the hero syndrome but it's also called what is it uh it's also called uh, a white knight syndrome a hero syndrome a savior complex and the problem with 
these things is that because we're trying to be a hero, it can be very conditional. And so we we may intentionally cause pain or cause trouble in order to be a savior. And whenever we're not that savior, we are having problems with self-love. We're having problems with connection. We you know may build up resentment or we may become numb to the world. And so it's a conditional situation, right? And we only know how to feel good when we are in hero mode. So hero syndrome is something that is different from the actual hero's journey hero's or the hero syndrome is kind of an issue and the the thing is is like it it kind of shows in everyday situations today so you can have the hero syndrome come up in or the white knight syndrome come up in jobs in law enforcement in firefighting in uh political roles i think that any space where we have some sort of hierarchy and we can be near the top we think that we're the only one that can do any good for anybody and so we make decisions that are you know may sway more in our decisions uh, or may sway more in our favor even if that favor is just to feel better about ourselves you know and you know have that that dump of uh, satisfaction, regardless of how much pain or misery we may, we may cause somebody else. And we belittle that pain or misery all for the sake of hearing or, or feeling good and, and being in that hero mode, right? But it can also show up in our relationships. And this is where it gets a little bit more personal. I've done this a lot where because of I, I have found women that I am attracted to because they have need of somebody to be their hero, if that makes sense. I see women, and I'm working on this. I'm fucking healing this, so don't judge me. But uh, And I think a lot of us do this, and we have to be willing to say, hey, I have a problem with this. And it took me a while to realize that that's what I was doing. But I would find women that were broken or maybe just out of a relationship that didn't have their, you know, that had their guard down and they just wanted affection and they just wanted love. And because of my my ability to support and my ability to be super affectionate and, you know, not be abrasive and be super agreeable and be moldable, which is against my own healthy masculinity, um, I showed up in this, in these relationships as a hero and I didn't, I don't think that I really purposely or consciously caused any pain, but I did try to see myself as a hero, somebody that could fix their problems, somebody that, that could hold their hand and lead them, you know, into, into satisfaction and lead them into heaven, I guess. And the problem with this is that number one, we go back to, doing these things in order to make ourselves feel better right but it also shows up in the way that we attract a human how it can be wrong how are you you may never actually find anybody that that is whole that is healthy for you because you are also not healthy because you're coming from a point of status you're coming from a point of hierarchy and you are showing conditional love and that love is almost only showing up whenever you are playing the hero, right? And so that was a big part of my problem. And uh, I think what tends to happen in the relationships too is like you're creating a submissive and a dominant in a situation. And, you know, uh, you're creating a submissive and, and dominant dynamic in a relationship that 
is only holding itself together by how you each play those roles, right? So if, say, a relationship, the woman starts to gather herself, starts to heal herself, and she has a more, a better foundation, it's going to make me feel uneasy because I can no longer be that hero. I can never, I can no longer get that feeling, right? So before we get, or before I try to tap into a bunch of relationship stuff that I may or may not know anything about because that's kind of more of a hobby thing for me between masculine and feminine energies, I think it's important to recognize that problem and this hero syndrome so that we don't get too carried away and show up in our relationships unhealthy. But as far as like all the hero things today, I think that it's very important to figure out what a hero's journey is in order to uh, take on your own mission and understanding those, those 12 steps, which includes me. I need to dig into this a little bit too. But also knowing that to have heroes is important because you see your values and you see the things that you want to be in those heroes. And I think it's also very important to be consistent about how we keep ourselves attached to them. Because my problem is, is like I see a little bit of something and then I disconnect. And so I don't have that constant recheck and that mindset and that kick to recognize the power in myself because I'm not constantly seeking, you know, the positive aspects of what my heroes are giving out to. So I think that's also important. But I think the big thing that I wanted to say here is there's a couple different there's probably a few different ideas of like who the hero is and how that hero shows up. But the big thing is, is to positively do something in the world, we need to follow the hero's journey or it would be good to follow the hero's journey to understand what that is, to lay it out clearly for ourselves and to find mission and find direction and hold us steady and enjoy our lives and enjoy the path that we're on and not confusing that with hero syndrome which can show up badly in how we handle ourselves, how we are emotionally healthy, how we are relationally healthy, and making sure that we can create and love and do things good for the world unconditionally, unconditionally rather than conditionally. But beyond that, that's probably the best uncut, unscripted version of the Rebel Journal Journal today. And I want you guys to know, I want you guys to know, as I sit here drinking French vanilla, French vanilla cold brew and sit here with my dog who just can't stand to be without me most days. He's doing fantastic, by the way. This little wiener pit bull. Um, I, if you guys, you guys ever want to see a picture of him, you just let me know. But uh, it's good to it's good to be here with you guys. I enjoy this. This is therapy for me. I look to connect with you, with you guys on whatever levels I can. And let's keep jumping into these things. Let's keep being rebel-minded. Let's keep attacking all these angles. And let's uh, collaborate. Let's debate. Let's, let's argue, I guess. Let's uh, tap into some new goddamn things in this life. But this has been The Rebel Journal and... The heroes, motherfucking heroes, right? I'll talk to you guys soon. Stay strong, stay rebel minded. This is your host, Zach. Out. Let's fucking do this.
just a heads up, guys. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening. Um, I, I'm always wanting to, to to push a little bit and figure out new situations. And sometimes I just got nothing. Sometimes I just have nothing, you know. And I do the uncut and I do the unscripted because I'm trying to push myself in boundaries. I'm trying to be better under pressure. I'm trying to be something that lies outside my character because I want to make sure that I'm not limiting myself. And I hope you guys are honestly doing the same. And if you guys ever have any questions, if you ever want to collaborate, if you ever want to have discussions, if you ever have a different perspective, be sure to reach out. You know, I'm always looking to to talk to more people, have more conversations. That's what's simulating to me. And whatever ways I can get myself out of my own limiting mindset, the better off I am. It's easy to get caught up in the monotony of things and think that we're growing and we're really not because we're not pushing our boundary anymore. It's very easy to get caught in the comfort in the comfort zone. So I look forward to hearing from you guys. Push this podcast forward to anybody that you think needs to hear it. I'm going to continue to talk about topics, anything that I think that we need to be rebel-minded on, things that we need to question the fuck out of so that we're not all living the same lives, so we're actually becoming strong, powerful, unique individuals and we give our best to the world because, in my opinion, that's the only way we're going to heal. So I'd love to hear from you guys. Go ahead and push the podcast forward. Uh, subscribe and follow and let me know if you want to start incorporating video because I have been playing with video a little bit I'm not sure how I'm going to incorporate that into the podcast but I think it would be a fantastic addition and beyond that let's stay strong let's stay rebel fucking minded and let's do this I love you guys peace